Hey, welcome back, everybody. Lots of things going on around our state this weekend. No reason to stay indoors and feel like there's nothing to do because Dwayne Kennedy is at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase. You got the Mackinac City Winter Festival. And up in Traverse City, they're doing the Snow Jam and Chili Challenge. <laughs> a snow jam and chili challenge i'm thinking about those two things tied together that and would be the, so fun my uh, weird sense of humor is having a lot of fun <laughs> with that uh let's talk about the boat show we love the boat show in detroit yes we do and you know it's the last weekend for mm -hmm. the detroit boat show so many cool things to see this year and you know we've we've of course heard of electric cars but how about an electric boat uh jenny jenny uh case casey is, is joining us on the phone right now. She's the CEO of X-Shore. Jenny, did I say your name correctly? Yes, Jenny Casey. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Nice to talk to you. Tell us about the, uh, the, uh, the new boat, the new cool exhibit at the Detroit Boat Show. Yes. So uh, we just unveiled the X-Shore One, which is our new platform. Uh, for the first time ever in the U.S. at the Detroit Boat Show, together with our partners there, El Graffit Marina. We're super excited about that. We have a previous platform as well, the Elix 8000. All our boats are fully electric and environmentally friendly. And the Elix 8000 has even been uh, in the running for uh, Power Boat of the Year in Europe and now Sport Boat of the Year globally. And we have managed wow. to uh, take all of the upsides of that down to a smaller platform, which is the Xtor One. And that is for the first time ever, a high performance electric boat that are available at price parity. So it has an excellent retail starting price of 139,000 US dollars, which is uh, by far the most affordable high performance electric boat uh, that the US have ever seen. We're super excited about that. I bet you are. And the cool thing about it, you know, first of all, people who are sitting there thinking, an electric boat? I don't know. Right. I mean, what if you run out of battery juice? Well, think about running out of gas. I mean, uh, or having a mechanical breakdown in a regular boat. Uh, electricity, very reliable, of course. And here's the thing I love. Being a boat guy, I know. They've, they had electric boats, I think, in the 20s, certainly by the 30s. Am I right, Jenny? Yeah, very early at least, and those were typically low performing. And I mean, ferries have been running on electricity since the 70s or similar. Uh, but high performing electric boats is relatively new. So this is boats that act exactly like how a traditional ICE boat acts. It's just that it's 100% silent. Uh, you don't have any fumes. You can listen to your favorite music or talk while you're out. You can go fast. It's amazing acceleration like any EV. And you have uh, a range to cover uh, almost all use cases. And on top of that, it's connected. It's great from a UX, UI perspective, uh, very environmentally friendly. And especially, I know in Michigan, you guys have a variety of lakes and waterways. So it's perfect because you're not mm -hmm. losing the lake. Yeah, we actually have the most uh, boat registrations in the country, mm -hmm. I think, outside of Florida. So, boy, right. you picked the right market to launch it. <laughs> And the, the uh, you know, I was thinking about the, the price of gas. I have some friends who have, you know, power boats. The price of gas, especially this year, is just going to be extraordinary. So you think about it, you know, you save so much money on gas when you have an electric boat. 
Yeah, I, I'm not 100% certain, but I believe that with the local uh, electricity prices in Michigan at the moment, the full charge in our boat is around seven US dollars. Yeah, right. it's it's always more than it is at the pump. It's the same gas, but the process mm -hmm. of taking it to a marina and you know mm -hmm. pumping it into there, uh, and the the bottom line is boaters don't have a choice. So they, right. have to, they have to pay whatever. But, you know, people like Cam was talking about, people with powerboats, especially like a cabin cruiser, like a 30-footer or greater, it's not unusual to fill that thing up on a Friday because you want to go out for the weekend, and it's mm -hmm. close to a 1000 bucks. Exactly. Who yes. can afford that? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody in my world. <laughs> Jenny, yeah, tell yeah, us about what the... What we're seeing is also, I mean, when you... Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I come I, just just a, just a comment on the fueling. So if you are since uh, you guys seem to be boaters, what you typically do is that I mean, as you say, you need to plan when to fuel it. You need to go around what is easy and great for the electric boats is that you just plug them in when you get back to the marina, and then mm -hmm. it charges overnight. And the full charge is around seven USD. So I mean, way cheaper than uh, filling oh, yeah. it up. And it's a much greater experience because it's, it's all you charge overnight and it's always fully charged when you get there in the morning. So, I mean, it's a much, much, much better experience. What's the, what's the range, Jenny? What's the uh, like the nautical mile range? So, it depends a bit on our two platforms. Our larger platforms, you can go 100 nautical miles in slower speed. And on the smaller patch platform, you can go 50 nautical miles in slower speed. And by slower speeds, I mean around five to six knots. Both right. of our boats can do certain knots as well, but it's similar to any EV car. I mean, the faster you go, the quicker you run out of battery. But I mean, you can do uh, most use cases. I mean, you can be out for a full day, mixed driving. You can do water sports, social, whatever you want to do. Right. I'm interested in, I don't know if you can address this, because um, it's a little technical, I think. But I'm thinking about electric uh, cars. And uh, one of the things that, that car people you know, uh, especially in Detroit, love about electric cars is the torque. You know, yeah. you don't have to go through four, five, six gears yeah. to get up to speed. You can, you know, the, like uh, the, some of these EVs get to 60 miles an hour in two seconds. And I know there's a speed uh, concern here with electric boats as well. I mean, you can really fly because of the torque, but I'm interested how the torque on a boat can get traction because I, I when you think about a car and you've got gears and a wheel and it's turning and it's on hard pavement you got that torque providing power and it just takes off because it's on solid ground on boats i'm i'm curious uh that torque conversion into a propeller drive uh it wouldn't be the same equation it, it would be a, a different kind of situation because if, if you had a propeller going too fast you would uh, you would cause what they call, uh, what is it, cap, captivate? Uh, there's a certain thing that happens if, you, if you're if you running too hard where the back of the boat will go down into yeah, the water. So the, yeah, and the nice thing with electric boats is that as electric cars, they're fully connected, so they are run by software. So all of that is already controlled in the software, and we have very similar to EV cars, amazing torque. So what happens is that you will get from uh, zero to 30 knots in just over four seconds. So it's an amazing torque. But since everything is controlled by software, I mean, uh, that is not an issue for us, similar to EV cars. 
Okay, so well, that kind of, the, kind of um, answers the, it for me. Yeah, the charging station, too. That's a whole different animal, too. Yeah, so you can charge the boat. I mean, given that you have very good infrastructure for normal boats already, because, I mean, most uh, modern and relatively speaking new power boats and sailing yachts, you charge them. The first time, the first thing you do when you get back to the marina is to plug in because everything runs on electricity to some extent. Well, you have service batteries, you have AC, you have maybe a stove, you have a cereal, you have lots of things running on electricity. So you already have basic shore power. Uh, so that would be 220 volts. And we can charge on that, no issue. We charge on overnight. And if we have supercharging, which actually there is an aqua supercharger station at El Rapids Marina, for example. Uh, and I know that they're building out that infrastructure of supercharging very quickly. Then you can actually charge in going from zero to 100% in less than two and a half hours. And mm. you can also uh, do in less than one hour, 20 to 80% charging. So you can wow. charge very fast. And and uh, the good thing is that in Michigan, that is actually being built up. The first one is already in operation at El Rapids Marina. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. All right. Well, we'll be sure to look for it. It's the 65th annual Detroit Boat Show. And you want to look for the smart electric boat from X-Shore. It's the Elex 8000 fully electric, environmentally friendly boat. And uh, boy, I think about the times when I've uh, been on the back of an outboard boat and uh, trying to put oil and <laughs> and you got a funnel and you got a boy you're so worried that it's going to spill into the water and then it's an environmental disaster uh none of those concerns with with electric it sounds pretty exciting and we wish you all the success in the world jenny thank you for being on with us thank you so much have a good day thank you jenny all right that'll be fun that'll be interesting yeah really cool and when you think about it, um, boy, that uh, that would provide more space on a boat. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. I don't know how the battery layout is, but I'm imagining a battery being taking up the entire hull. Rather than a whole but, motor engine. Right, but kind it, of... it's not very deep, so it might mm -hmm. be a long thing, but it's not mm -hmm. going to be very, very tall. So you might end up with a lot more storage space, too, right. which on a boat is important. Right. All right, sounds Definitely. cool. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We have some trivia for you. And also... Uh, this will be fun for uh, Cam and Danielle, and I think Dave will find it interesting, too, from the opposite side of the spectrum. It's the five mistakes that women should avoid if they want to attract a successful man. Coming up next on News Talk 760 WJR when the Great Michigan Weekend continues.